So hello, hello, welcome to Kiki Talks International Women's Day special and joined <laughs> with me I've got two very special women uh, which I think are very, very powerful, very fantastic role models <laughs> and uh, as Kaya would say, black, bold and beautiful. Hell yeah. <laughs> Join with me, I've got Kaya and Debbie. Hello. Debbie Simon, who is an author as well as a very, very successful businesswoman. So, uh, how are you both? First of all, oh, fantastic. Lovely to be here mm -hmm. and thanks for inviting me. Oh, bless you. Yeah, Thank I'm you. Very happy to be here. Yeah. Celebration. Yeah. So, International Women's Day, massive event for not just obviously for myself because I'm a feminist, mm -hmm. uh, but obviously also for Debbie who's got an event on that day and as well as Kaya yes. who's seeing her business which has nearly been running for a year on that yeah. day. Yeah. Congratulations, Thank Kaya. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, Debs, can you just tell the listeners, people who were tuned into the podcast today, thanks for listening, by the way, a bit about you? Right, so, um, as I was introduced by Kia, I'm Debbie Simon. I'm an entrepreneur. I also am the author of a book called The Bigger Picture. I became an author last October. Woo! And the experience has been fantastic. Yeah, I look at that smile ah. on your face. <laughs> the way how she's smiling, it's just so sweet. You yeah. said you look so happy and I'm oh, so proud. Oh, thank you. So I've been a business owner now for 15 years and I'm also a childcare expert and worked in the childcare industry for 30. Goals. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm also the CEO of Simon Says Franchise, mm -hmm. um, which is a childcare franchise for extended school um, provision and I'm also an associate lecturer at Nottingham Business School. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So a woman of many talents. Yes, that's right. So we, you know, the reality is, as women, we, we're always multitasking, aren't we? Yes. And so one of my passions is about sort of like creating new opportunities for women. You know, sometimes it is difficult when we're, we've got family to consider, we've got ourselves... We've, we're trying to also make it in the world of industry and, you know, we've, we've got dreams and aspirations. So sometimes it can be quite challenging. Mm -hmm. And I think something like this, which brings women together, is so empowering mm -hmm. because it gives us an opportunity to share experiences and also lift ourselves and our energy to the next level. 100%. Yeah. Wow, you said it. <laughs> you said it. That's it. And Kaya, come on then, tell Hello. the listeners about you, darling. So, I'm Kaya Joe. I'm 21. Um, I'm from Nottingham. Yes. Of course. 21, baby. <laughs> 21, just turned 21. Um, and I am a part-time creative writing creative writer, creative writing learning student um, and I run my own platform which is called Femme Fatale Gals and it's all about lifting up women and Ooh. empowering them to be the best selves they can be yeah. and it's kind of become a thing of ours to celebrate vulnerability mm -hmm. um, instead of shying away from it kind of just delving into the most awkward part. Say it, yeah. Yeah. Say how it is. Yeah, because yeah. that's how I've found a lot of my empowerment instead of being ashamed of all of the parts that are quite human to us all. Yeah. Just by, yeah, celebrating it. <laughs> Lovely. So, Femme Fatale Girls. Mm hmm What made you set, what made you set that up? Um, so, I was, I think, yeah, it was last year. Yeah. And before that, I was, I dropped out of college because I just had terrible anxiety, like, all the way through school. So have you suffered with a bit of mental health as well? Yeah, massively throughout my whole teenage years. Like, that's what my teenage years were. Really? It was just, like, bad mental health. I used to leave school early and my mum would pick me up and it was just a big, big, big cycle. Yeah. And so that really affected my self-esteem because I kept thinking that I couldn't be successful mm -hmm. because you get it drilled into you when you're at school. school. That if you, you're not getting your grades and yeah. you're not going to school, you're, you're not going to amount to anything. Yeah. So I already had bad self-esteem anyway because I had bad mental health at school. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, the pressure, because I was quite high achieving in school. Yeah. Um, but I, it all just got to me a bit. Um, so I went, I left school with good grades and then I went to college 
thinking it would be a different situation. And sometimes you can find that it's not actually, is it? It isn't. It was the same situation where I was just really anxious, so I left. Um, And then I was just working lots and lots of crap jobs. But I've always been really ambitious and creative, so I just felt trapped. Mm -hmm. Um, And for ages, I was just, like, self-loathing. Like, I just felt really, really, really stuck. And then it took me having, like, a... A horrible, like, mental, like, bleh, to be, like, have to work myself up from the beginning and to relearn, like, all the old behaviours that I'd learned. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just got to the point where I was like, well, I felt like I've been at the bottom of life, so there's only up to go from, from this point. And I'm sure that there's been a a point in everyone's life where we've all felt like that. We're at the bottom. Debbie, I bet you can sort of relate with that, can't you? Yeah, I got to a point where I was working in my job. It was a job that I loved, Mm -hmm. but things had changed. My life had changed. I was um, a parent, a single parent of two. Yeah. And I just found that the whole thing became quite overwhelming yeah. and sort of like I, I just felt as though I kind of was existing from one day to the next mm-hmm. and that kind of motivated me I suppose during that period you have a period of numbness where you kind of just going through really? every day as it comes and you're just sort of like I, I don't know <clears throat> just kind of um you're operating in a robotic stage mm. right. or, or state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one one day I sat for perhaps about, oh gosh, about six or seven hours just doing nothing really? and just sort of like, and I felt very overwhelmed. I felt suffocated by my very own even existence at that point. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it took you know, something extraordinary came from that is that what was born from that is that I realised that the only person that could change that was me. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet that is that how you felt when you was at rock bottom? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, because... So I was working in a warehouse, like, not you and in a warehouse, but I was working in a warehouse where I was full-time, it was my first full-time job, and I was 18, and I was scanning these things every single day with people that were, like, a lot older than me, and they'd been there for my entire life, and I just felt like I was in such a dead end, and I was crying at work in the aisles, every single day, crying, 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 like a crazy person. Really? And then it got to the point where I got signed off, um, and then I had to go to the doctors and then they put me in therapy again and they put me on antidepressants. Yeah. So I was in this place where I was literally just like, like you said, when you just sit there and you're yeah. not really existing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the therapist I had, she was amazing. And she she said some stuff to me which really made me feel like, who? how dare you say this to me? Like, <laughs> I to want it to be a pity party. Yeah. And she didn't let me. Um, and she she would say to me like you know the only person that can change your reality is you the only person that can make you happy is you Mm -hmm. it's up to she said to me it's up to you whether you decide to be happy or sad which I really made me angry because I was like well no because I would have chose to be happy or you know a long 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 time ago no one wants to be in this situation yeah um but now coming from that and working my way back up she is right because now I'm in a better state of mind. I find it a lot easier to stick to Except. making better decisions yeah. and like going for things that I want to go for and live in the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I wouldn't, I was just in a rut. Yeah, at mm-hmm. the bottom. So, Femme for Tell Gals, for those who are listening, um, yeah. can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I started it after this whole kind of period and I just knew that I was creative. Um, I liked writing, I liked art, I liked photography, I liked speaking to people and I wanted to find a way to put that all into one. Yeah. But there isn't really one straight road to go well, you for can that. Pop it into. And I was I met quite a few um bloggers and people who were doing that kind of thing when I went to this festival and I was saying to these girls that like, I want to be like you, how do I do it? And they were saying, Just do it and I was like, Oh, it's can't be can't be as simple as that. Um, but it actually was just as simple as that. <laughs> just doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I've just, that's what I've been doing ever since. since. I've just yeah. been like, all right, I do that. I don't give myself the opportunity to second guess anything or yeah. doubt myself. I just go, 
oh, I'd like to do that, so I'm going to do it. And yeah. then I'm like, ah! Then and then I do it, and I'm like, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so through Femme Fatale, the first thing we did was we created this little zine, and a zine is like a mini magazine, yeah. and they're really meant to be accessible to everyone, which is why we did it. Um, and we raised, like, £225 for Nottingham's Women's Aid well, through brilliant. the zines, and we donated all the money. To them. That um, we made. So Nottinghamshire Women's Aid is a place for women that goes which, for women that go there. So that's been involved in is it domestic violence yeah. and yeah. just and to get children. support. Yeah. yeah. So so that's a real nice place in Nottingham which has supported people within the East Midlands for, for a few years now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the one we yeah. went to was in Worksop and they've got two sites, so they've obviously got where the women Nottingham. are in refuge. Yeah, city. Yeah. They're in this um place but it's not even on the maps because right, okay. it's yeah. it's a safe yeah it's, it's a safe, safe haven for women. yeah, right, yeah. Okay. so there's that place and then we went we go to the center to visit mm-hmm. and it was amazing because i got to really learn about the other side of feminism that isn't really seen these days on social media yeah. because there's so many of these platforms yeah and people preaching these things but then you forget what is really at the core of it which is helping people who are really really in need Mm -hmm. so I went down um and spoke to Erin which is one of the ladies there and she like explained to me the way that perpetrates work and manipulation and like this like just how severe the situations can be and how thousands of women are going through it as well absolutely like more than I think we realize and just how easy it is to hide it Mm -hmm. so that was eye-opening and that was a really nice experience to have um, so we're really happy we went at Christmas with our donation. Yeah, um, nice timing. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. uplifting and I felt really proud because it had been like at the end of the year to see everything that we had done leading up to that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> that's Brilliant. Oh, well done. So, yeah, so th- that's fun, guys, for everyone who is listening. <laughs> Femme Fatale, but she covers uh, feminism, misogyny, really, would you say? Um, yes, yes and no. Like, it yeah. started off as, like, yeah, yeah girl Feminism, power. Feminism, yeah. Now it's kind of become, like, more just just helping the people. Helping the yeah. people. Giving them guidance. <laughs> I like that, I like that. Yeah. And this is with Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> we want to know about you. Tell the listeners about uh, Debbie Simons. Right, OK. Well, sometimes it's very difficult to fit myself into sort of a box of one role or one job description and to say (laughs) I am this or I'm that you're a woman of many talents so over the years I've kind of um managed to inherit a number of titles (laughs) so I think the first and foremost I'd like to say that I'm an entrepreneur 100% yeah and that I kind of my belief is about empowering other people and you know not everybody has the same resources or access to the same resources and that everybody needs help and support Mm -hmm. without a doubt and sometimes you know we we surround ourselves or not purposely but we we you know we we grow and we have people around us that are quite negative and keep us Mm -hmm. in a certain mentality and you know and we want a little bit more for ourselves and so sometimes I think that we have to look at who we are and what we need for for ourselves and then we need to then go and fetch it yeah yes yeah. and find our purpose mm. my book the bigger picture is a book that i wrote um and i say that my book's available for everybody but as a as a female author i, I wrote my book in the spirit of to empower and that's and you know a lot of you know it tells about my story and my journey in business and obviously I'm a um, I'm a woman yeah so it does talk about myself as a single parent mm-hmm. but it also it also demonstrates and to support women to feel empowered by fulfilling their purpose mm-hmm. and being able to recognize that if we have a dream that that dream is possible for us to all achieve and fulfill and we just have to go out and chase it but definitely. Yeah. And one of the things for me is about vision. Mm-hmm. And one of the and how I've sort of like sometimes I've 
you, you can sit there and you think, oh, it's impossible, I don't have the time, I don't have the resources. But what we need to do is we need to, when we, we find ourselves and we have our own identity, we create our own identity and we create how we want the world to treat us mm -hmm. and what we should look like in the world and what stamp we put on the world. Yeah. So the reality is, is that we need to then create a vision for ourselves of where we want to be in the world mm -hmm. and when you've got that picture in your head then that is your goal and that and you you if you create that goal then for me it's about then having the plan and taking the action in mm -hmm. order to reach that goal but what do you know some people who are a bit hesitant like me myself I play things safe Okay. I'm a safer. Yeah. So I never really take risks. Mm -hmm. Okay. A bit like you were saying with Fem, you didn't know whether to do it or not. Do you do it? Yeah. Do you not? You've done it. It's the it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the thing. I think I realised that I, w I wasn't gaining anything from not doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like what? I didn't have anything to lose. So when I put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I, yeah. It's like the same thing. Yeah. yeah. You don't have what anything. Have you got to lose? What, what have you got to lose? You can only gain. You can. Oh. Absolutely, you can only gain because from now, like I was saying to you in the car earlier, like all these opportunities that are coming through for me now, yeah. I would have never ever gotten these opportunities if it wasn't for just taking that one step yeah. because all the success lies outside of your comfort zone because if it isn't here now, mm -hmm. then that's the only place you can go and get it from. Step out your comfort zone, yeah. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about fear, yeah. is because it's about the fear. It is. And it's about what we think people are going to think of us. It's yeah. about the fear of failure. Yes. But really, what have you failed if you've not tried it? Oh, my God, absolutely. Of course. Yeah, yeah. What we you don't know, know, do you know, you know what, 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 what's the failure? In, you know, the failure is the fact that you haven't tried it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, the reality is, is that we can, we can we, you know, Think big and build small. Yeah. 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 You know, put, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it takes that sort of like those tiny steps to build on bigger steps. And the minute as Kaya Kaya says, <laughs> sorry. 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 Okay. Kaya, yeah, it's Kaya, Kaya said. As Kaya said, you know, taking that step is probably the hardest one. Yeah. But once you've made that, then you attract oh, every yeah. single thing. She's speaking my that, language. Yeah. <laughs> Single thing you. that that you know that you that you want and you and it's you know I sometimes think about it you know sometimes I go to the gym I'm on a diet I'm not on a diet <laughs> but, but you know what's the biggest motivator is when you see you've lost one pound or two pounds and you just keep going because you yeah. just think and then within you know you keep and you you keep the momentum up don't you yeah. and you keep going and then the more weight you lose the, the more, more you, you want go it, the more you keep going yeah. and going and going mm -hmm. and one of the biggest things as well is that as you sort of create your bigness and you're attracting um things from the universe to you yes your your network changes mm. and, it, say, and it grows and your net your network you become your like network. a magnet don't you yes. i was gonna say that yes. can you just say that again for me debbie and <laughs> okay. to these people. your your network is your net worth there you are. Yes, I love it. Yeah, and you know, there's there's a thing called um, you know sometimes we look at life and I call and there's a thing called like the nine I call it like the ninety nine percent of everything. Yes. So you, you, and you, and it's created by thirty three percent of people that perhaps you know and you you know they're probably where you you are they're probably not where you are today yeah but they that's where they want to aspire to yeah and then you've got your peers that are on your level and then you need to have and and that's another 33 percent and then you, and then you have another 33 percent of people that are where that need to be part of your network that are where you'd like to be yeah yeah you know what what feel, what what sort of like inspires me time and time again is when I go to an event and I know that I've got the least knowledge in in the room mm -hmm. because I'm the person who's going to learn the most. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I don't yeah. feel intimidated by it. I just love it. Yeah. So, you know, and people are keen to teach you as well. You know, so you know, don't make the fear of stepping out of your comfort zone. How 
how do we grow if we don't come out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. yeah. you know when when we're uncomfortable we know we're growing mm-hmm. i think like the attitude you have to have is you have to be willing to fail or not even to fail but um like i go in to everything i do now yeah not even just femme related but i take it off from that as well and just go into life with the attitude of being like I'm a wide-eyed fool, I know nothing, but I'm yeah. going to, like a newborn baby, yes. like, okay, I'm so going to learn. Sure. Because everything that we've done through FEM, I've never done before. Like, I didn't know what a zine was. I've no, never no, done it did I? Yeah, I've done one with my best friend who went to uni and does zines and stuff, but I had never done it, and now I'm teaching a zine workshop. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you have to be willing to learn, and I'm okay with looking like an idiot or looking like I don't know stuff because you can only grow from that point yeah. I never want to be at the point where I'm like oh like you said oh I know it all because yeah. yes. there's only things to gain and that's why I think it's really powerful to be vulnerable and just be like I don't know what I'm doing but yeah. I'm going to try it anyway and I'm going to learn yeah absolutely and I feel like in terms of what people think about you that was a massive one for me as well yeah. I thought oh they're going to think I'm stupid See, the thing is should you care about what people think about you and i know as human beings we do care about Mm. what people think it's just natural Mm. now i kind of i really don't care now but before i did because i I was so afraid to start anything um but then actually i think if you're doing something that's genuine and you've got real passion from it and it's from your heart people really admire that and a lot of the time they want to do the same kind of thing yeah because we get a lot of messages from a lot of girls or even guys that are like oh yeah i want to do this or i'm interested in doing this let's link up and sometimes it just takes one person to go and take the step to kind of open Open the doors for everyone and the more your confidence grows from doing these things because you're like wow before that i was too scared to do anything now i'm doing this now my confidence has grown and i really don't care yeah. about yeah. what anyone's got to say because yeah. like i feel fulfilled yeah and debbie a bit like what kai was saying how how do you feel so you're saying when you go to networking sessions you know yeah if you know the least that's a that's a good thing yeah because you can only learn mm-hmm. yeah um i i also think that we need a certain amount of courage yeah 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 you know sometimes people are scared genuinely and people but but i think that when you step out and even though you know you you might internally feel that oh if it goes wrong what will people say but just like i said um i believe that people admire you as well and that when you do step out of your comfort zone you're showing somebody else that it's possible yeah and you're actually showing them that they can do it too yeah and you're opening that opportunity for them to obviously step out of their comfort zone find a bit of courage Mm -hmm. and just and just go for it Mm. so i think you know i think and i think as women we we do that so often and we we're always having to do things out of our comfort zone Mm -hmm. so many times you know and we take care of other people but sometimes we don't take enough care of ourselves yes yeah and it's important that we do look after ourselves our bodies our minds you know in the same degree as as we look after everyone everyone else else, yeah yeah. definitely i feel like we have sorry sorry no 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 i was just gonna say do you think that's just like a womanly thing then like we feel that we always have to care for i think that before we do actually yeah or our friends yeah Yeah. i think that you know we may have a bit of a natural instinct to do that but i also think labels are put on us there's an expectation that we do that as well yeah you know and if we don't we're selfish Mm -hmm. we're not the woman that we're supposed to be and things like that so yeah so you know but you know if you don't look after yourself how effective are you going to be for other people in the long term yeah oh my god literally yes it's true though because i feel like at the moment I've been really trying to work on my self-worth because it makes me better. Mm -hmm. It makes me a better teacher to my friends, to myself, to everyone. Um, And if I didn't take the time to do that, I wouldn't be putting my best foot forward into the world. So sometimes you might have to turn things down or not accept behaviours that you used to accept accept before. As you level up, you're like, 
watch <laughs> lots of friends go and people yeah. like so much but yeah. you just kind of let them drop because I'm like ah, because you're you're uplifting and you're doing focusing on yourself yeah and yeah. I really do believe that the more you make room for those people and those negative things to leave the yeah. more room there is for better to come in do you know I think 2019 I've heard so many people say that like believing behind the bad vibes all the negative people mm -hmm. and it's time to focus on yourself and do what do you know there's so many people out there who want to actually support you and who want to be there for you Absolutely. and those are the people sometimes who you you bypass because you're sort of putting your time mm -hmm. and effort into to other places do you know how much sage i've burned <laughs> Twenty nineteen. I, I have a tattoo of a sage on my arm. Have you? <laughs> I'm saging all those bad energies out the way, literally out of the way. You know what I think it is as well. I think what I learn is that a lot of the time, I don't think people mean to be malicious, but I think people get used to you being. Yeah, they take you. your kindness for weakness. Yeah, but even in a sense of like when it comes to support and stuff, I think people get used to you being you and it makes them uncomfortable as well when yeah. you say, oh, I actually want to go forward and do bigger things. They're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You're yeah. not allowed to do that because. I'm still back now, here. What am I doing if you're doing that? It's like yeah. we've always been like this together. Yeah, so, so when you, you break grow, free. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like sometimes, like I'm very aware sometimes. I say to my friend all the time, I'm, like, I'm triggering everyone. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like people don't like to be around me at the moment because really? I make them feel uncomfortable because yeah. I'm just like, ah. but it's a good thing. Yeah. And obviously I'm a lot older than you. Yeah. No, so definitely. I, and I feel that what happens is when that hap that has, that's happened to me so many times. Mm, I bet. However, when sometimes people can't be part, aren't destined to be part of that journey. Yeah. At that point because they're not ready for who you've become mm. yeah they, and the, and i'm gonna read your book <laughs> <laughs> i hope so they're just, they're just not ready and it's i would say let them go because yeah they've got to find themselves and i found being the golden stage that i am in life mm. is that People come back to you when they've found themselves. Yeah. 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 And those that don't aren't meant to be in your life yeah, anyway. Absolutely. So, you know, so I think what you're saying is so real and will resonate with so many other women. Uh -huh. And, you know, I think it is it is a natural part, part of, of life. Your, your of your growth mm -hmm. that some people just can't grow with you. Yeah. Mm. And I wouldn't want to force anyone to anyway. Yeah, because it didn't have to. Sometimes, it, yeah, like at the start when I first started doing all this, um, I was my life was very much one way, and now it's so far from that, and it was mm. super confusing in that time. But because I'm staying so true to myself and doing the things that I enjoy, I've never felt like more comfortable with my own company, yeah. comfortable with my friends, or like change, like yeah. change happens at such a fast speed now where I'm like love it love it love it I love all the changes the comfortable with your own company I can definitely uh, resonate with yeah because that's one thing which I've really had to try and come to terms with I think more so this year is enjoying being by myself loving yeah. myself mm -hmm. and you know and really appreciating my own company and when I've got time for myself making sure or may, even making time for myself which is so rare these days oh yeah that it's just so important to absolutely um, but debbie i was just going to say um so i know what you said you're an entrepreneur author there's also uh, you're a businesswoman so i just wanted you to tell the listeners a bit about that before we cut for uh, part two okay <laughs> so i'm a businesswoman i've been um in the childcare industry i own a day nursery as a and I also own a childcare franchise, which um, that my my nursery is called Academy Day Nursery, and my franchise is called Simon Says. Woohoo! Um, Yay! Which was launched last summer. Do you know what? Oh, Sorry. Thank you. That's a clap. <laughs> well done. And one of the things that I want to go forward in, and also I'm a business coach as well, so I have mentees as well that I coach through business experiences and things like that. And so, and I deliver training also. So one of the things I wanted to kind of say is that going forward is that a lot of us, 
when we start a business we get stuck in that business and you know one one of the things is about creating enough passive income so that we can actually do in life the things that are important to us and spend the time on the things that we love doing mm. and so one of the, the my next steps as an entrepreneur is about supporting people who are interested in making multiple streams of income yeah because obviously um you know money's not the end all and be all but what it does do is if we have financial freedom or if we have enough money um to pay the bills and not have to worry if we can have things that create us multiple streams of income that we don't need to work on every day mm -hmm. then of course then we can dedicate our time to the things that we love spending yeah. more time with family yeah and concentrating on sort of like developing ourselves and also within that it's also always remember when you get to a certain level and you you're you're you've got the financial stability that you need to give back to others as well that are less fortunate than yourself yeah. giving back yeah. is a big one so giving back is a big one and as you know kia yeah. i um went and did voluntary work in kenya at an orphanage in 2016 mm -hmm. and i donated a lump sum of money so that they could build a preschool for their under fives oh that's just amazing smashing, you? <laughs> yeah. and you know i it was a passion of mine that i had from when i was 12 years old yeah and i know like sort of like the younger generation now they've heard of band-aid but band-aid's been going yes. for many years with bob geldof and he created that when i was 12 and that was the first time i saw images of people that lived in the other side of the world that were starving and needed financial support needed food and needed just even sort of like to to learn how to cultivate their own land and what happens when you know when they need medicines and things like that so it doesn't matter what, what sort of length of time it takes you but um but that's always been a inner passion of mine mm -hmm. to give back and when i was able to was in 2016 that's and amazing. you know it was the most life-changing experience that i've ever had it was emotional mm -hmm. it was celebratory it was just amazing and you know i just feel that wherever we can that to give back has got to be one of the biggest rewards that we can glean from life itself mm -hmm. so nice yeah and you mentioned uh, about financial freedom mm -hmm. so a lot of people would say oh you know you don't need money to be happy and we was having this debate the other day do you actually need money to be happy a lot of i think I think there's two different <laughs> kinds of happiness. Yeah. There's the happiness that you get from within. Yeah. That comes from your self-worth, your self-love, the way you see yourself. Mm -hmm. That can't really be broken. But then there's the happiness that you get from the quality of life you have. Yes. Because um, I can be happy right now, but if I didn't have anything to eat tomorrow, if I didn't have any clothes, I didn't have a roof over my head i don't think i would be as ha as happy if you know yeah, what i mean because yeah. i'd be unwell of course and yeah. cold and hungry and hungry yeah. and dying yeah. so i don't know that was a bad answer <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. there's no bad answers around here there is no bad answer what do you think debbie do you think you know money can make you happy and everyone obviously wants financial freedom i myself definitely yeah. do Okay, I mean, I've, I've got a chapter in my book that yeah. kind of covers that. And it does start off quite hard-hitting where, it, it, you know, I open up that chapter and it's the question of that we've heard, all heard of somebody that's famous or a celebrity um, and that's got sort of like wealth that we could only dream of yeah. that's committed suicide. Mm. Yeah. So we've, we've got that on mm. the other side of... That's of, so true. Yeah, of the scale. I think especially more so, so in 2018, so many people sort of did take their own lives as well, yeah. didn't they? And it's about that when you're financially successful, that doesn't instantly create that happiness and that happy feeling because I believe it's about fulfilling your purpose that does that. 
Mm-hmm. What, but money is important and yeah. we mustn't forget that because why money is important is that it gives us the freedom to do the things that we love to do. Yeah. So if we have, say for example, if you've got abundance amounts of money and or you've got money enough to go on two or three holidays a year, what that then gives you is the quality of spending that time with your family or whoever you're going on holiday with. If you want, you know, one of the things about me becoming a business owner is that at first when my business opened, I worked sort of like 14 to 16 hours a day for nearly three years. Wow. And it nearly brought me to my knees, to be honest. Um, However, one of the things I had was flexibility because I was able to take my daughter to um, her first day at college without asking an employer. Can you have it off? Yeah, Yeah. if my children were sick, I could take time out of my business without the pressure of an employer on my back. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, and so on and so on. And obviously, in having my own business, I've been able to create a quality of life for my children Mm -hmm. to access all the resources that they may never have been able to have access to had I not created a certain level of financial wealth. Yeah. And that's why money is important. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> agree more. Have you got more to say? Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, on that note, we are going to take a break. Okay then, Debbie, so your event which you're holding, can you tell us and the listeners a little bit more about it? I was invited to um, Birmingham to an event called um, Books and Banter. Um, and obviously I spoke about my book and my journey in business and what it feels like to be an author. And then obviously I've hosted this event today that gives women obviously the opportunity to meet other women that they've not necessarily met before and just to share who they are. You know, if people have got skills or are already in business, obviously the exchange also of skills and knowledge is a great opportunity for us to have. And my plan is that next year is that I'm going to then host an, a, a, a sort of like a national conference. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Of, of 100 women. Really? And bring 100 women together on International Women's Day. And we will cover things like identity yeah. and who we are and who we want to be, who, how we want the world to see us. We will cover things like, obviously, some women are already business owners, and it's about creating a culture within, mm-hmm. and the right culture within your business in order to grow. And also, we will also cover the, the issue about multiple streams of income yeah. and how we can achieve that successfully um, with the support of each other. So, you know, upwards and onwards with the energy. And, you know, we want to, like, lift the roof off next year. So I hope we'll have the opportunity here to sort of talk again next year this time. Because it will be phenomenal. And, you know, we want to raise the energy in Nottingham. um, Because that's obviously my hometown and where I intend to host it. But we do want to attract people from all over the UK. That was what I was just going to say. It's not just people in Nottingham, is it? You can attend the event. It's people from wherever... Why network with people you know already? Network yeah. with people that you don't know. Don't know, know of course, that makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? Of yeah, of course. So, what made you want to do the you know the events, especially on International Women's Day? Just because I've always been a, sort of like quite passionate about the journey of women, mm-hmm. and I would say in my younger days I was quite a hardcore feminist. Yay. <laughs> I think I'm sort of like a backdoor feminist now, but I still have a passion. Yeah, I still have a real good passion yeah. to sort of like supporting women to achieve what they want to achieve and get to where they want to 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 reach. You know, do you think it's harder for a black women to to sort of hit where you know where they want to be? You're a successful uh, black business owner. I'm okay. not going to say you was black, but how is that? Have you had any struggles being a black woman and being really successful? Um, I think that as a woman, per se, yeah. I think that we, we kind of face similar challenges as women. 
I think that as a black woman, I think there's the added sort of like, you know, the, the added thing about your race. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but you know, you know how many times it, it, it obviously, if you walk into a, a an event yeah. or a meeting and you're the only black person there, you actually feel quite yeah. isolated. That's how it is. So, so everything that I've mostly done, especially yeah. working in the media industry. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like trying to break the mold. Yeah. Um. To and that we need to be more visible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that we're not the um, I don't know the 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 you know what what would you call it? Where you know we're not the taboo. Yeah. We 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 you know, and this is why it's so important for us to come together as women, black and white women. Yeah. So that uh, you know, you know, shared sort of like experiences. Then you know, obviously, white women are our counterparts. So if we're sharing experiences about how we feel about, you know, women generally know, obviously understand the barriers that we face um, in our journey. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you know, bring other sort of like groups together so that they understand that as well and that we then should break down the barriers and break the mould and we need to be more present and that's why it's so important for us to support each other to get there and I think sometimes what we find with each other is that you know we competition competition. yeah there's a bit of competition I don't know um, I think there's there's just that thing but where you know, if you're successful, yeah. bring a sister with you. You know, what's you know, what's wrong with that? If you're going to an event, bring a sister with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be her first event, it might be her first experience. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know, we need to be more present because the only way that we're going to be accepted, the only way that we're going to break down stereotypes is if we get people to get to know us yeah. and, and not to fear us, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't want to, I just relate to absolutely everything that you're saying. You keep going. <laughs> 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 it's it's talking a lot of a lot of sense here, and a lot of truth is actually in what you're saying. Yeah. Like you say, bring your sister with you, but why is it that as black women that I mean, I'm not the only person. This week someone did say to me, Oh, we've got people, we're always competing, nobody likes to, you know, bring anybody through and I get each other. Yeah. yeah. I think that people do say that, but there's a group of people that say that. Yeah. I think that sort of like it's it can be sometimes a cultural thing and yeah. it's about where people have placed themselves. 100%. Mm. And I think that whilst people may say that, you don't need to embrace that. 100%. You can, you, can, you, can, you need to show them that, in fact, I hear what you're saying, but... but and that's exactly what I said, funnily yeah. enough. I went, oh, I don't agree with you because... And then went on to something else. But yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that thing. I think that a lot of the time, what I see personally anyway, it feels like we're all opening the doors for each other. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, bring sister with you. So, yeah. like, people, like, I get black girls and they'll message me and they'll say, oh, yeah, I want to write this article about this. And I'm like, oh, do it. Here's the email. Yeah. Send over a submission or like we've got a black girl on our front cover. Yeah. I went to school with because I was like, you're coming with me. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. bringing her with you. Yeah. Bringing her along. Yeah. Like my cousin, he's a boy and he started his own event um, company kind of thing in Leeds where he goes to uni and he's what inspired me to start Sam. Now, when the first time I met Kaya was at Sam Patel's uh, talk that yeah. you had. Um, it was sold out on Eventbrite. We, me and my friend Laura went along to this. And we thought, right, okay, women empowerment, you know, relationships, because we're talking about uh, sex, this, that, let's go along. And when we went, and I thought, oh, my gosh, it, it was amazing. It was like a panel of girls. And then <laughs> your logo, which is um, some boobs. My boobs. Is it your boobs? Yeah. yeah, her boobs with uh, some nipple tassels yeah. from Love Hearts, which was quite cute. <laughs> and I just thought, wow. <laughs> and so uh, I can remember you talking about your cousin, was it? Your yeah, yeah, your ben. cousin. 
um, at the event. So, yeah, tell us more. Um, so, my cousin Ben, shout out to Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, He's really amazing, and he went, he's six months older than me. Yeah. So, he's like the year old. So, he's still really young, and he's got his own events company. Yeah, like, so he started his own club night called wow. Loop, um, and when he started that was in the time where I was kind of like, looking at everyone else's success and being like, why can't I do that? Mm. And so me and my friend Courtney, we went down to Leeds to see what he'd been doing. I think it was their birthday event at this point. So I was like, okay, come down and see what's going on. And we went and, oh my God, it was sold out. The room was packed. There was like a group, like a line on the street of people waiting to get in. And I was like, if he can do this, I can do this. He's my cousin. And I was really proud and then it just spurred me on from there to be yeah. like Right. I think a lot of us are in this mentality of that the world doesn't have enough options for us mm. or we're in um, we all believe that there's too much lack. But I think that the world is my oyster. And <laughs> And so with that mentality, I've just kind of been like, okay, well, he's done that, so now I'm going to start my own thing, yeah. and I'm going to do this, I'm going to cross this bridge, this bridge, this bridge. And that's so nice, because he sort of, like, spurred you on, you, yeah. you're looking up to him, and if, if he can do it, like, then it's your little cousin. Yeah, my you, big one, yeah. It's your big cousin, yeah. cousin, but you can do it, Absolutely. he can do it. Absolutely, and he hadn't been doing it for that long either. So then I started this, and it's really nice just to know. And I think... That's the thing for anyone. Anyone can do anything. You just have to have the courage to go forward and actually do it. Do it. Put your mind to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's really important to to bring people along as well. Yeah. Um, and lift mm-hmm. people up and network, like you said. Yeah. Along the way. And so, um, Debbie, the, sorry, we're going to go back to the event. Okay. Can you Quickly, what made you do it? What made you want to pursue it? And you said it's going to be bigger and better next year. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure's on you. (laughs) (laughs) It's just about bringing women together so we can celebrate each other, raise the energy, share information, share knowledge, even share what we do. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, one person might have a talent in one area and another person have a talent in another area. And you need that expertise in your business. So when you swap over details and you share who what you do, you then may end up working with each other mm-hmm. and you know creating a stronger network. That's so, the case. Yeah, the amount of people I ended up working with definitely. from the university yeah. or from work yeah. within the media industry, yeah. mm-hmm. it sort of be quite yeah. tricky. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, we should actually step in yeah. and it yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. And Kia, can I just also say that, you know, obviously we talked earlier about giving back. Yeah. So, obviously, what inspired me to write my book was to, um, obviously, create a book that not only told my journey in business, but also gave women tools and strategies in order for them to sort of, like, work on their business and to achieve and fulfill what they need to do in their own business life. And today... Mm-hmm. As you know, I've got a special offer that I'm going to be um, making available. And that, so anybody that, you know, my book's now an e-book. Yes. So it's going to be available um, for free for people to download today so that you will always have that book on wow. your phone. Amazing. You with all the tips and strategies that you need to take your life to the next level. Well, there you are then, so, (laughs) free book fair, and not just any book, a book which will help you and guide you and inspire you, with some of Debbie Simon's um, inspiration. Now, I've got the book actually in front of me here, and what I really do love is the diary section at the back. I love it, I think it's it's really nice. The thing about the thing about the diary section yeah. is that what one of the things okay. that sort of I've always done from child, well, from when I was a teenager, have a diary. School, is to have a diary yeah. and, and, yeah. To, and wow. to create a journal <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, of you know what I was doing. And you know, I one of the biggest things is is that when I was sort of putting my book together, because I'm used to writing journals, mm-hmm. I had a lot of information prior to hand in terms of my journey and my experience. One of the things I wanted women to do is be able to to start them off with their own journal about, 
you know, where they are now. Yeah, because I'm going to be honest, I've not really, I don't really have time to write in a journal. It's only been this year that I've actually sat down with a diary, which I've got here, which is a bit like a goal planner as well. Okay. And I've started to write in this, but how weird is this? Everything that I've written in the goal section has come true. Yeah. I can't believe it. I was like, this flicking thing. And I'm like, two months ahead. So when I did this back in December, yeah. what I did for January, I've accomplished, I've smashed mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, yeah. wow. So I'm carrying my in and carrying them right. If it was <laughs> you put in, like, you put in pen to paper, Amazing. you put in action into it, and yeah. all, and you're like manifesting. Manifesting yeah. what's <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah. Well, not only just at the back where there's a journal, but in, on chapter seven of yeah. my book, I've actually created sort of like, um, I call it a CV, but it's about a life CV. Mm-hmm. And um, it extends over sort of like three different periods. So one is to be completed now, so this would be year one, and then year, um, I think it's then it's year three, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, because I'm on current, yeah, and then yeah. it goes up to three here. And then, and, and then year five. So then you can then look back, back yeah. and see how you've grown over a five-year period. Yeah. And if you've also achieved the things that you set out yeah. to Yeah. That's amazing. And I can't believe you lucky people and lucky listeners have actually got a chance to have this book for free mm-hmm. on the e-download. You're spoiling them, Derry. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it's The Bigger Picture by Douglas Simon. Um, so it's available today. Um, and you can download a free um, e-copy. Yeah. Um, so please take advantage of that. And what? It's just a one-day offer. One-day inspire all you women out there to take the next step in your life to fulfilling your dreams. And even if you don't get it on today, sorry, should I say, on International Women's Day, you can always post it on Amazon as well, can't you? Yeah, it's available on Amazon and also you can visit my website. Yeah. Um, So, and then obviously it's available um, on my website as well, so... um, for you to purchase. What I do love is you've got dream with vision, act with purpose, transform your life for lasting success. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyra, I've got your zine oh. here. <laughs> and in, in on the front, sorry, page, should I say, mm-hmm. is uh, a girl in bra, knitters, in some woods. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to do that? Very... Nature, <laughs> different, different. Really different. Captures my eye. Yeah, yeah. It's not your like your average front cover, is it? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what caught my eye. That picture. Did you on the iPhone? No. Oh wow. Not on the iPhone. <laughs> so issue one, female empowerment. So totally relate to why you've actually got her here. Yeah, I think. On the front cover. When we first started, then I knew I wanted to do a massive photo shoot with yeah. a group of girls that didn't look like each other. Yeah. All different shapes and sizes, yeah. races. Because she's not got massive boobs. She's not. She's just an average girl, yeah. you know. Ain't got to have a fat ass or no. anything like that. She's just. No. And I said her. Yeah, and I was really surprised because it was right at the beginning before we had even really established ourselves at all. And I just asked all the models if they would be comfortable, not to be. And dress, but I just said, who wants to wear clothes? <laughs> who doesn't? Me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so at one with my body, literally. Like, <laughs> anyone who knows me and those of you who are listening knows that they come out to my house <laughs> and if I need to get changed, I just strip off. And I'm not bothered because yeah. we're all women. We've all got the same parts. Mm-hmm. Some food, people's food might be heavier. <laughs> people's food might be a bit perky. Yeah. I don't care. I'll just strip off yeah. and get off of it. And we wanted to celebrate that, but also celebrate the part that some people are more reserved and aren't, yeah. aren't that comfortable yeah. too. And they were like, what do we wear? What should we look like? Who's doing hair and makeup? And I said, not that. <laughs> yeah, like, none of that. Come you are. You're in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. So um, on the day, I was taking some of the pictures. And then my friend Daisy, she took the film pictures. Yeah. And it was just a massive group of girls. And it's not even the photo shoot, which was the most powerful part of the day it was mm-hmm. actually the day itself yeah because we all sat down and talked about our insecurities and talked about because what happened naturally is that we all started comparing ourselves to each other mm-hmm. like, okay. she was going oh why can't I have a big bum like you oh, really? why can't I look like this and we were like 
men can feel that they're being demasculated Mm. by who you are, your drive, your strength. And instead of embracing that and looking at that as sort of like something that you're proud of and that's your woman and, you know, it's something to celebrate and, you you know, why settle for somebody that you can just talk Mm-hmm. and not talk to yeah. yeah and that's got an opinion you know so sometimes I think I come across it in that way so it's kind of disguised yeah. in a way where <laughs> I don't I think anybody's, anybody's actually said to me oh you're too confident um, I think that somebody said to me years and years and years ago oh you're complex Oh, really? And I said, well, what does that mean? Did they answer? And they couldn't answer. (laughs) I just said, okay, uh, you know, I just said, okay, that's fair enough. I don't know. know, (laughs) You can't describe what that means to me. I I can only um, confirm that. We all have our complexities, yeah. to be fair, but is it something that has to be negative? Mm-hmm. I just think if you're the kind of man or even woman that wants to be with someone who doesn't have any opinions, yeah. can't stick up for themselves, yeah. doesn't have any self-worth, then why would I want to be with someone like yeah. that? Yeah, because yeah. I want it to be an equal balance yeah. Yeah. in whatever I'm in. Like I've been in certain situations where it's like, oh, I love that you're so free and independent and you don't you're not needing you don't need me in a place so you don't yeah yeah and it's quite clear that you don't and that's fine because and it's quite empowering because i feel like i can walk away from any situation without feeling like i have to stay in situations for the sake of being with someone but on that note um International Women's Day for you, Kaya. Mm-hmm. I'm for Tal. <laughs> Big year this year, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and as well. <laughs> um, so it's almost that, the anniversary of when we started. Oh my God, well done. Woo! I can't believe it, actually. I can say I can't believe that, yeah. like, this has all happened and it's come far yeah. in less than a year. But actually, I can because I've literally grinded yeah. for all the work in. So I can. Sure. Well done. Um, but I'm I'm so excited because last year on International Women's Day was again one of the the last kind of things I saw before I was like I have to go and do this yeah. because I went on social media and my whole timeline was full of women that I knew, girls I knew, just lifting each other up, being yeah. amazing, and I was like, oh yeah, like there's a demand for this. We all want this. Yeah. At the time, um, and here we are. <laughs> And I'm oh, saying, oh, yeah, but fantastic, it's amazing. Because I was going to say, over these past few years, I think International Women's Day has just got more bigger and bigger and bigger. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just the force or the drive behind social media or what so, but I think it's got real big and people are taking the time, you know, to actually embrace mm-hmm. and show love to, to other mm-hmm. women out there. Yeah. It's a really special day. And if anything, it's just a day where you can like privately celebrate yourself like I'm a woman yeah. I've got permission to celebrate myself yeah. today yeah. Yeah. so if that's what it takes then that's great yeah <laughs> and so I mean we're obviously here now it's the first year this year of Femme Fatale um, oh that's so weird <laughs> yeah, right. first year already uh, second year what, so where do you see Femme Fatale well from the beginning I always said that I wanted to the goal was to just one be self-employed um and kind of not have one narrow road i kind of want to do a lot of things i want to keep making a lot of magazines Mm -hmm. um and hopefully have them in a shop when they get sold like that um and also i really want to i wanted from the beginning to go to schools or universities um and teach people and but not like classes like speak about things that you don't really that the education system kind of looks over yeah. because when I was in school if someone had said to me the things that I say to myself now revolutionary yeah. Yeah. And it would have it would have changed a lot so that was one of the goals I set out for myself um, and that's what I hope to do more of in the future but yeah I just hope I just hope to expand the platform in two years from now mm-hmm. bigger and better 
They grow better. <laughs> I like that. And do you know what? I wish you all the best. And I'm sure Thank Thank you now will grow and be absolutely amazing. And we will, <laughs> me and Debbie, will be going to the shop to pick up your magazine. Right, so I'm, this year I'll be celebrating sort of 15 years in business. Ooh. Well done, once again. <laughs> Um, and what I'd like to do this year is I'd like to grow my franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I launched it last summer, yep. so I'm hoping by the end of the year I've got like seven franchisees on board. Oh, wow! Yeah. yeah. Um, I also want to diversify and go into property investment. Yeah. Oh. So, I've already got a property portfolio and I want to expand that. So, I'm looking to do sort of like a development as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, big, big plans then for both of you. Yeah. Kia, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, you turned this around on me. <laughs> so, I think for me next year, I'd love for the podcast to really kick off and do really well. So, it gets to a point where I'm able to go out and speak to speak to women like yourself who are not heard on on the radio every day because mm-hmm. you know it, it may not be newsworthy enough or it may not be catchy enough to that one person I really want to get out there and just uh, and mingle and network with loads of uh, people like I was saying to Debbie earlier and I've also got a few other um, plans oh. my <laughs> So we look forward to hearing <laughs> what they, they, they are. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. 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 You will be sharing with us how successful you've been over the last year. I will do, and I'm hoping that this podcast will take. And it really lets people listen and hear other people's stories. You know, that, yeah. that's all able to listen or to share those stories. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Um, so I think that's it, yeah. Yeah. And just keep boxing everything, really. Absolutely. That's it. I promise I'm a little boss chick now. <laughs> oh, so you nice. are. Yeah, boxing everything. But thank you so much for listening, guys. Okay, thank, thank you for coming. <laughs> also, if you want to check out social media, that's Kiki Talks on Instagram, Kiki Talks on Twitter, and, again, Kiki Talks on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, subscribe. And feel free to drop me a message if there's anything that you actually want to talk about yourself. And I look forward to to speaking to you all. But thanks for joining me, Gil. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good day.